What up, folks? Welcome back to Field of View. I'm Solo. I'm Zemo. And here we talk about video games and gaming, but more so from the business and strategy and brought yeah. to you by the good old folks at People Like Games. Subscribe, follow, like, whatever other words I need to add there. And without doing much further, let's talk about our singular topic for the week, which was Microsoft ending up uh, doing a doubling of the cost for Xbox Live Gold membership for the year. So normally it's $60. Then it got raised to $120 per year. Then within 14 hours, 14 they actually yeah, reversed the policy fully and said, actually, no, we're not going to do that. And in addition, we're going to remove a barrier for free-to-play games. So, Zemo, what were they thinking? I don't think they were thinking. Uh, plain and simple. There, it makes no sense that in the middle of a pandemic, they, they really got together and a bunch of different people who are really well-paid at like a trillion-dollar company thought that in the middle of a pandemic when so many people are having a financial hard time that, you know, the best thing to do for us right now, we should double the price of getting access to Xbox Live Gold. Like that, that's exactly what people would love. And you know what we'll do at the same time? We'll add nothing extra to compete against PS Plus, which has been killing us for years and is selling like twice the amount of consoles that we are. And we don't even have games to compete with them. Our consoles aren't selling as much as them. But you know the best thing to do? Let's double the price of things. So even the people who decide they want to play free-to-play games like Fortnite are going to have to pay more money per month to just be able to access online multiplayer. But it, it still expands to the idea that raising the price into what you're talking about with the Xbox Live Gold um, for me was just curious given the fact that they've had such a focus on the game pass and i think the failure in their regard has been a failure in maybe marketing what they're doing you know and so it, it is communication so everywhere you look it's game pass game pass game pass and you know mm -hmm. that now there's the ability to play on pc as well and you know they're buying up these companies it, the price hike did make me think one that it's about it's inevitably going to be included in the price tag of their services for all of the acquisitions they're doing right that's, I think that's a given without a doubt if they were intelligent though they would have lowered the price of game pass ultimate maybe and like but see, they have, like but see that's where it is right so get, getting into what the, the memberships are right so they have for people who might not even know, there's Xbox Live Gold, which gives yep. you that internet access and free to play. Then there's the option to get Game Pass itself. Both are $10 each a month. Or you can get Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox Live Gold mm -hmm. and Game Pass, and you can have that for $15 a month. Yeah, yeah. The difference is that because there is the cross-platform uh, like use with PC, you can get Game Pass on PC without needing Xbox Live Gold. But if you're playing on the actual console, you need both, which is why overall the price hike, I think, was meant to phase out a version. I don't know why you would raise the price of the thing that you don't really rely on instead of just bundling everything and getting rid of that service itself. It doesn't make 100%, 100%. sense um, to not have just been like, hey, Game Pass Ultimate is going to be 20 bucks and this is going to be 15 bucks. But by the way, here's a bunch of stuff because... 
the whole rental library thing versus free games with gold. Like that, that, that messaging is very confused as the, yeah, they have games you can play, but like you see even X cloud there, there's a, when is all this shit coming together? How's it coming together? It doesn't feel very clean. I, I mean, but the thing is, is even if that is the plan, the idea that for now, the way they announced it, it's essentially like PS plus and Xbox live gold or, or head to head competitors. You get a free game a month, you know, some other access, some discounts, and you can play online, right? And so how are you going to double the price of the service in comparison to the people who've already been beating you? Because now, just from the standpoint of like, hey, I wonder which console I should go for for these basic games. If you're deciding between the two, you're going to go, yo, Xbox Live Gold is going to cost me another $60 a year and it doesn't give me anything extra. I might as well just buy a PlayStation at that point. And so even something as simple as that, which is like you're losing to PlayStation and you're making the average consumer say at the end of the year, I want to spend a little bit less. So I, even though, you know, both of these consoles look pretty cool, I should buy a PlayStation. And to then reverse the decision in 14 hours and then to also say, we're actually also going to make free to play games without Xbox Live Gold needed, you know, very soon within the next couple months. Look, they've been a control major it was, but, it was, uh, but it was, it's the next the next few months right that statement in and of itself seems to me to indicate that they have to now go back to the excel sheets to figure out how to calculate the math because you yeah. can't spend seven billion dollars acquiring a gaming company and then be like it's not going to reflect in any of the costs that we're giving and by the For way sure. you know we're also moving away from individual game sales like they paid seven billion for Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, but Zenimax, like sort of the parent company, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they're taking that. They've done, you know, a whole bunch of different acquisitions over the past two years. It's gonna be multi, multi, right, tens yeah. of to twenty billion dollars overall. That price raises. It's like the Netflix thing, right? When Netflix started pumping out all this content, people were like, "Yo, that's crazy." The price point started eventually reflecting that, right? Yep. It always creeps in. And Netflix does it perfectly. Every couple of months or, you know, every, year, every couple of months. It is, yeah, 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 it's going to be know, $20 dollar, next year. Exactly. Yeah. It's a dollar, $2. No one notices. And then before you know it, you're like, oh shit, this is actually pretty expensive, right? Yep. To yep. suddenly announce a doubling out of the blue and just with drop no, it on people. With no, in the, and at the time that they're doing and it and with no and added features. With like, yo, you don't have your, you, you delayed your game. And it's like, there's a certain amount of hubris where I'm like, I get it. I, I wanted to bring up Nintendo online as a competitive, like, as a, like a conversational point too, because it's only 20 bucks, but it's so trash that it's not really worth talking about. But, yeah. you know, that price raise then, right? Now, I know they're trying to get everyone to the $15 thing because their thing is, hey, of course, if we spread it out as far as we can, we can get a whole bunch of new gamers in. And all these new gamers will be paying the subscription fee, which will then change the yeah. way that we're reaching a larger market without having to focus on individual game sales. That works for someone like Nintendo. Yeah. That doesn't work for Microsoft because yeah, you can give access to everybody everywhere, but you don't have any fucking games that are worth accessing anywhere, everywhere. At the moment you don't. Yeah. And you, you know, don't. you just don't. And the biggest one you have is in sort of perpetual delay and being yeah. awaited and unless it's a monster hit it's like sony has a couple of franchises that they are now created that people the new god of war and the new this and the new ghost of tsushima mm-hmm. like now a couple of different titles have even been created 
recently yeah. that have yeah. built their empire larger. Um, and I just don't see Xbox. I, like, I, even though I'm bullish on them, I'm just like, at some point, you're going to have to figure out that it's going to be games. Because why does Nintendo end up being the one that sells the most and does the most? IP. Yeah. IP has the most games, right? Yeah, plain it's, and simple. And so, yeah, you know, funny enough is actually because I, I finished Avengers the other day. And I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. I don't got anything left to play on PlayStation. And she's like, why don't you just play on Game Pass? And I'm like, put this shit all to play on Game Pass. Like, literally, like, mm -hmm. I can go through every single title and be like, eh, maybe two, three games here that are sort of the Netflix heavy top model, but everything else is going to be trash under yeah. it, right? But the yeah, Rolodex yeah. is only going to show the top games. Of course. They have EA Play on there now set up? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, like, with the, but even, even then, in that realm, even then. right? Even yeah. then. And so... It's getting better, but like, it just as an access point, it's just, unless they pull a move soon, this is going to hurt them. What do you think? You know, what's the move now? Now that they had built up a lot of goodwill that they seemingly burnt very quickly. I know the internet. I don't know, man. The internet, ha the internet has a really short memory. I think that most people will like, unless they're the most hardcore gamers, like the Reddit people knew that this happened, but like, Almost no one else will know that there was even a potential price hike, a price change, anything like that. And It'll I think like, that—I was just going to—they're slowly going to have to transition into getting everyone on Ultimate, like uh, Game Pass. It makes the most sense. Fifteen bucks a month gives you access to everything, but they're—they're they're just going to have to find like a nice slow transition. I mean, even the—the the fact that they put out a two hundred and ninety-nine dollar version of their console shows for this for this new gen to me shows that to them they want to play hardware as the lost leader still and it's just get as many devices in front of people that can potentially use our services and then get them to buy our service to play the games that's it like that's all this is about and you know the fact that they have x cloud and access there's so many ways to play their games and at the end of the day all they want is for people to sign up for that so how they end up going about it bundling it, making it a good deal, giving you a one-year upfront 50% off cost that then something like that. that that's what mm -hmm. it's going to be. That's how you but, sell like software as a service products. But it, 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 it will never move unless it has games because there's too many different for sure. competitors for it to be like viable it, as that sort of sort of strategy. But it will, right? man. They're, they're Microsoft, course. man. They're Microsoft. They have, they have so much money to spend they move very slowly because they're that big. So it's like easy. I'd say it's it's very possible that any of the criticisms that we might be able to hurl their way are already things that have like project managed teams of over a hundred people working on the exact idea that we said, but it's just a slow rollout when there's just so much bureaucracy and hierarchy to be able to get things to go through. I just think they could have spared a lot of time and just buying out a middleman service to connect all the dots instead of doing that and building it themselves and instead just focus on building games out because they're rolling it into the larger microsoft microsoft you know yeah and yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. i don't know for a lack of eloquent way to put it and so by rolling it into as another sort of like word you know sweet services thing they sort of sacrifice what should be sort of the passionate sort of not by numbers approach that yeah sometimes yeah, helps yeah for sure for sure um but while well, I was going to say, people do have a short memory because no one remembers Netflix tried to uh, separate their 
streaming service and roll out some uh, and their delivery service for DVDs mm-hmm. in something called Quickster. And this was back in 2009 or 2010. But people forget, and now Netflix stock is worth like $700. But <laughs> regardless, I have nothing really more to add. I'm bullish, but I'm still waiting for Halo Infinite because the marketing campaign slow, but we'll Absolutely. see. I'm still, I'm still going to go buy one of the new Xboxes once I don't have to fight online for it. I'd fight online for a PlayStation. I wouldn't fight online for, for an Xbox. No, not at the moment. There's no incentive. No, there, there's, there's no incentive. I'd rather get like the second gen version that's going to be less likely to mess up when the new games are coming out. Maybe they put some, I don't know, something yeah. like that. Whatever it is. But yeah. I got nothing else to add. Any more final I don't thoughts? Either. No, um, I don't say so. That's it, folks. That is our analysis. Uh, we'll be back um, potentially with the second one this week, potentially next week, but always around. Thanks, Sam, for listening. I'm Solo. I'm Zemo. And uh, this is Field of View. Peace. Peace.